1: It's an NRL news update. Subscribe to SEN League on YouTube and the SEN Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yes, you are. Uh, welcome back to The Run, with John and Fletcher. Uh, on your Friday fun times with the prof and the sock. Just a reminder, the caller of the week will win a $1,000 smoke alarm pack thanks to Red Smoke Alarms. Think Red Smoke Alarms. Think 10-year warranty. Think Australian-owned. Think Red Smoke Alarms.com. Com.au play the update stinger. Have you already played it? Give us. Yes. I missed it at the top. Sorry, I was too busy eating that cookie. Uh, yes, the NRL season is now 12 months of the year. There is no off days. Because you know, this time of year, Sockey, there is lots of transfer news. Benji Marshall, he's flown down to Melbourne to try and nab a storm center. They're looking to sign PNG International. Justin Olam uh, in a poss- possible swap for forward Sean Bloor. That's a very good move from them, I think. Um, he had a bit of a down year last year. Only scored six tries in 2023. It's his lowest tally in the last five seasons. But
2: I tell you what, he can play. He's a proper centre. Uh, I mean, the, the try scoring is one half. But I think he's yeah. defensively, that was probably the poorest that I'd seen of him. I don't know whether you miss half a step there. You know, he's always been known as a bit of a bulldog. Um, sort of centre, really tough, a lot of hard carries. Um, and, you know, for a good period of time, there was almost impenetrable in the centres, but uh, he was dropped from the mm. Melbourne team. So maybe there is a bit of sense of life in him um, to maybe move. Um, last year, as you said, only six tries, um, but his overall record is pretty good. debuted in 2017 and scored 46 tries in 104 games for the Storm. So, Benji, I don't mind his practice getting down to the Storm and having that conversation. Think about some of the Storm.
3: Outside backs, they've got Nick Meaney, Remus Smith, Ryan Pappenhausen, Will Warbrick, Xavier Coates. They've got uh, Suafar Longo as well, who came on late in the season. So, mm-hmm. there is a little bit of a
2: surplus there. And they might be able to get a forward. Yeah, Not mm-hmm. about a bad deal a for the Storm either. Do you think with all the Storm players that you've got down there, I mean, there was a lot of talk with Big Puppy. I mean, how are they going to fit all these guys yeah, Nick Meaney, you know, made every post a winner, being very useful, uh, uh, being a great utility, being able to play in certain, you know, different positions: fullback, centres, wing, whatever else. Um, do you think one of those players, one of those big names, might get squeezed out before the season starts? Well, they might have to move, like
3: if Olam goes, and one of those players, probably I don't know, Xavier Coates, might move into the centres. Yep. I don't know. This mm. is what the preseason is going to be about for Bellamy, yeah, to sort of work out. Can they facilitate the move and maybe move one of the wingers on to get far longer and more time? Yep. Then you've got the McMeany-Pappenhausen situation, like mm-hmm. what's going on there. Pappy's looking good mm-hmm. in terms of return too. So, yep. If you're a player that's on a bit down on,
1: down on your luck and down on form, is the Tigers the place you want to go? If you think of some of the guys in the last couple of years that have sort of been in that position that have gone there, um, it hasn't really... Done the trick for them. Uh, I'm thinking of sort of like the David Clemmers. Uh, I'm thinking of um, Papa Well, He was actually... He had quite good form coming out of the Eels. He went to the Tigers. Second row mm, of the Eels. Didn't do a lot there. I mean, for Olam, is this a case of he doesn't have any other choice or... More game time. Like maybe, Probably Bellamy's told him like with that
3: back line, like it's going to be hard unless there's injuries or origin
1: to get mm-hmm. time. Look at, and even someone like a John Bateman, who was, you know, when he left the Raiders, he was unbelievable. Was he good in Super League Bateman? I didn't follow him for yeah, those he did couple well. of years. Yep. Yep. And he didn't do much of that. Anyway. Some good highlights.
2: Roosters have got some news. They do have some news. Uh, yeah. On you go. Well, a couple of their big stars are looking at re-signing. Brandon Smith is set to activate his player option for 2025. Had a great back end of the year, didn't he? Came he did, in at came the start good, yeah. and was trying to find his way. It's a big... Injuries. Uh, injuries. I mean, it just highlights, even though you're a good player, still trying to fit into a team set up and structure how you find your place. But um, he was electric at the back end for the Roosters. Big catalyst for why they finished so well. Uh, and Luke Keary, who is also off contract in 2024, uh, The Telegraph has reported that he's got a one year extension, could be on the cards. Um, hell of a player, three time premiership winner. He's played, 205, he's played 205 games. He still looks 14. I know. Um, and I've been enjoying his work when he gets on and speaks with Cooper Cronk. I think he's, you know, you can see why he's such a, an efficient and effective player. I think he understands the game as good as anyone else. So, yeah, played for the Bunnies, played for the Roosters, and they'll be looking to um, get him on that extension. That's
3: a good point, getting halves combos to work together on TV as well.
2: Yeah, that's right. It doesn't like work it. as much when you've got... Gordon Tallis and Cooper Cronk trying to talk about Different uh, language, mate, plays second rowers <laughs> yeah. and,
1: and halfbacks. They yeah. speak a different language. Yeah. I've worked with a lot of them. Halfbacks speak English. <laughs> <laughs> second rowers, not so much. Um, <laughs> sea Eagles news. I've got some Sea Eagles news. Um, Luke Brooks was having a coffee at a cafe in the city yesterday. And he was having a biscotti with it, and I yelled out, "Brooks, here you go, the Eagles!" <laughs> and he looked scared. So he's ready to fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I saw DC at school pickup. So I saw a couple of the. Are seagulls. you following these
2: guys around? Oh, I think it's the other way around. This, um, um, Luke Brooks still got that barbecue. Oh, I go. hope so. What a Great gift.
1: What? What did it have? Um, a temperature gauge on the hood? Do you know? Mm.
2: I think it was a it
1: was a Weber, wasn't it? Oh, so That's I've... their trademark. Yeah, probably. is it? The yeah, yeah the it's very good. Uh, the there hook. was a lot of news broken this week, uh, Brooksy, For those of you that weren't listening along to the boardroom, if we can go through it quickly. On Thursday, uh, you guys broke uh, that it. Uh, well, Justin Rodsky's thinking that Pappy will be running in January, which is great mm. news for Storm fans and great news for Pappy. Gosh, he's been unlucky. Um, obviously, suffered a broken ankle in the Storm's major qualifying final against the Broncos. Will be great, great to see him running around the paddock again. Um, Wednesday, you guys broke that Nick Politis was not happy about Kyle Flanagan and Jack Bird's dig at the Roosters in the Dragons' social media post about their opponents for 2024. Did you see that? They were doing uh, charades and you had to guess who the players were. The team was that they were playing against and they mimed a brown paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> doing that, uh, What's it called? Making it rain. Yeah. Making it rain, um, which mm. Nick Politis just said. He didn't enjoy that, did No. He? No,
2: he was upset about that. Yeah. Because the Roosters
1: don't do that sort of thing. Uh, there is an
2: old adage, though you don't get upset about things that aren't true, though either. Like if I said, you know, if you said uh, you like wearing ladies' dress, you'd just laugh that off, wouldn't you? You like <laughs> ladies' dress, but if you got offended, and said, I, I don't. I that's I, I know oh. that you. Inj- so that's yeah, a that little is, little window. If there's a hint of truth about it, really, yeah, you get defensive about it, don't you? Wow, mm. we should test that out. A Bit here. of psychology one hundred and one. Sigmund Sigmund Freud, yeah, yeah. Pavlov, yeah, Pavlov's yeah, conditioning. Pav- yeah. Mm.
1: Uh, on Tuesday, another, in more Roosters news, um, they are retaliating to rugby union, um, trying to steal – well, they stole Joseph Asuwa-Lehi. Mm. They, uh, they spoke to Mark – let's go, Brooksy. Don't give it a go. Nah, Nawanganita we'll nah, Wasi. Nah, Nawanganita no, Wasi. Yeah, no, that's, nah, that's no, what I said. Wasi. Mm. Um, oh, you've actually spelled it out there for me. Um He's, they're looking to say he's up in 2025 and they're looking for a replacement for Joseph Sawlehe. Um Not a bad like-for-like like trade. They're both very good players, both very good what would you call them, outside backs? Yes. Um, could play, I guess, both on the wing and probably in the centres. Gibbo, uh, you're a Roosters man. Would you like to see Marky Mark in the tricolours, mate?
0: Absolutely. He's been one of the bright sparks for both the Waratahs and the Wallabies over the last couple of years. But what's underrated, he's an aerial threat, and the Roosters are going to lose to Ali and then Daniel Tupo potentially at the end of next year. So I think he'd be a great replacement. And he just seems like he's got a bit of go to him. I think so, too. He's got a spark. He's got a spark, a Marky Mark spark. uh, Do do you think, Gibbo, that there's potential –
2: there was a bit of talk with cross-code rivalry that you could sit these guys outside of the cap or have a special cap for um, these guys?
0: I mean, that's – I don't mind that as an idea, but, like, the Roosters are always sort of got this so-called sombrero. They always have these sorts of deals. I I saw that Jorgo, Max Jorgensen, and him potentially might be looked at by the Roosters. Mm. Do we really need to be – going out and getting all these ARU players? Like, is there really that many that, that NRL clubs would be looking at? And clubs like the Tigers, sorry, Brooksy the Dragons, who have been down the bottom of the ladder, it's what's okay. the bet they're not going to be picking up some player who gets injured or just can't move over? I think it'll just make the division even wider. Anyway, I that's enough. I of... personally think
1: the NRL should see a strong Wallabies as a good thing. Absolutely. Like, they should be actually helping them and working hand in hand with them. Also, the Waratahs and the Brumbies. Because yes. people get confused about rugby and league overseas. Is that mm. what it is? And we sort of steal the Wallaby
3: Thunder. Mm. And vice versa, if there's good rugby league, everyone just calls it rugby
1: anyway. Exactly. Uh, but also, you just uh, like you don't want to be embarrassed on a global scale. Like, I went to that World Cup when the Wallabies were out and. Eddie was carrying on like a pork chop and it was embarrassing. Do you know what I mean? Like we're we're a proud sporting nation and we should be doing well globally. And I think if we can help our...
0: Yeah, don't don't they... uh, Wouldn't they help each other though? Like if you've got superstars, like you've got Suweli'i going over there, just say he goes over to the Wallabies and he just brains it. Like we've got guys, you know, in this boardroom who love rugby league and love watching players like Sualee play. If he's playing on a Saturday night for the Waratahs while there's nothing on, I'm watching it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, and I, I... It happens in coaching staff and people don't get upset. Michael Checker goes and works for the Roosters and there's talk of him, you know, potentially... He was tossed up for the Dragons, wasn't he, Brooksy, at one point? Oh, yes. Uh, And, you know, and people think that's a good thing because they're helping each other out. They're giving each other, I don't know, coaching tips, whatever it is. But with this whole player trade thing, it just seems to get a bit nasty. Like that whole putting them outside the cap.
2: I mean, come on, PVL. Yeah. Well, I mean, he is an innovator and I don't mind a little bit of left of centre thinking. I mean, you're seeing across all different codes at the moment how uh, particularly with the winter sports, rugby league, AFL, you know, they're going over to Vegas, so AFL's very quick to jump into that little space that's open. We're watching the women's big bash right now. The Stars won for 37 uh, against the Hobart Hurricanes, but they're just trying to buy windows and time in the calendar, and if there's an opportunity, codes just don't think as... Sensibly is what we do, Professor.
1: Yeah, you did, right. Uh, Hey, on that magical note, let's take another little break. You are listening to The Run Home with Joel and Fletch on your Friday afternoon.